Nope. Hey, it's our own fault. We bought the kids harmonica. Actually, no, we did not buy them. Grandma har- and Grandpa bought yeah. our harmonicas. We would not buy them harmonicas. Grandma and Grandpa. We should buy the dog squeaky toys. We do. We should buy more. He pulls out the squeaks. We should buy more and more. <laughs> Hey, welcome to another episode of The Matt and Fiona Show. Thank you so much for joining us. We are incredibly thankful that you are here. Um, first of all, it's our 50th episode. Oh, right? Which is a big-ish deal. Hey, I it's think a big that's deal pretty to cool. Me. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we're very, very excited. Can't you tell? We're thrilled. Thrilled. Overjoyed. Thrilled. All right, um, we are going to jump right in, but before we do... Don't forget to subscribe, link, like, link. Um, Dude, it's late. Leave me alone. Click. Um, Go find the show wherever you're listening to us or watching us. Like it, share it with your friends, all that good Mm. stuff. All right. Um, We're going to jump right into this episode. And because I can't talk about it till like probably September... Um, this is my last chance to talk about football. No, oh. so we're so he's going to take advantage. We're going to have it. an entire show on football, just talking about future Hall of Famer. Oh my gosh, Pat Mahomes. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're not. We're mostly talking about Andy Reid. Um, I'm not talking about either of them. No, 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 no. What we wanted to do was again the Super Bowl was uh, last week, and. The, the Chiefs won over the 49ers. It was a fun game to watch. Um, lots of typical football enjoyment. But there was a couple things that kind of stemmed out of the whole event mm-hmm. that fostered conversations, as it usually does, uh, between the two of us. Yeah. And, you know, there's a whole variety of ways we could take this. But one of the biggest things that... I got out of this year's Super Bowl specifically was that, you know, quite often either one team is vastly overmatched mm-hmm. or they're pretty evenly matched. It's right. usually not like, well, that team's got more superstars, but, you know, it's going to be, you know, neck and neck, right? Typically, you either go into it expecting a landslide or, um, it's going to be really neck and neck. And, right. and and this year was one of those years where at the start of the season, the, the, the Chiefs honestly did not look very good. Right. And there was a lot of talk about how they're just not the team they were the year before. They traded away a, a lot of their, um, or, or some of their good players, but they still have a, a couple of players that really, especially in the playoffs and specifically in the Super Bowl, right. they really showed up. Mm-hmm. They really went over and above and outshined a lot of the the telltale superstars, if you will, right. um, on on the other team. Now, again, not to get too much into the weeds, but you had Brock Purdy, who is an awesome Christian, it seems, um, but also a you know one of the last picks of the draft, which is just a cool story as an aside. But really, what I wanted to get into. Um, before she gets really annoyed with how much football I could talk, because this entire show could I just was be just waiting. Reversed. I know. I um, know. 
was the the way in which having in this case, you know, Patrick he's a great player. Right. Right? He is a future Hall of Famer, as I love to say. Yes. But as to our kids. He can't win that game by himself. No. Right? Andy Reid is going to go down as one of the best coaches of all time. And and as a caveat, the Chiefs aren't even my team. <laughs> Just to be clear, I'm not a Chiefs like I don't have a jersey. I, they're not my team. Um but I do love future Hall of Famer Pat Mahomes. Um but Andy Reid's going to go down as one of the best coaches of all time. He can't win the game honestly at all. Right. He's not even on the field. Right. Right. And I think a lot of times to to take this into into the church realm. We go through so many aspects of church life where as the body, right. We expect the pastor to do all the stinking work. Everything. Literally everything. Yep. To preach the word, to make sure the building's open, to, you know, encourage people to do, heck, take up the offering, to literally, you know, grow the church, bring people in. Right. Do the marketing. All, like, we expect the pastors to do almost everything. Mm-hmm. And when you relate that to every sport. We want the pastors to be available whenever yeah. they need to be. Mm-hmm. They need to be counselors. They Yeah, they need to be everything. Yeah, we expect them to be everything. At all times. And when you contrast that with, you know, football game that, again, like we just saw this past weekend, um, Andy Reid's a great coach. He's inspiring. Mm-hmm. He loves hamburgers. He looks like a walrus occasionally. Um, like he's just one of those awesome characters, right. right? But he can't score a touchdown. He can't block a punt. Nope. Can't kick a field goal. Mm-mm. Can't run the ball down the field. No. All of these things can't throw a block. Nope. Can't get well, actually, no, he can't get a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> but there are so many things that he can't do. Yep. And yet he's an integral part of the team. Right. And he's arguably the leader of the team. Right. Right. So often in church as, as the body, as attender, attenders, attendees, um, as a congregation. Yeah. We want to just show up and, and, you know, we want the pastor to read the Bible for us. We want the pastor oh, yeah. to, to lay hands on us and heal us when we're sick and stand for us when we're going through stuff. We want the pastor to pray us through whatever situation we're mm-hmm. going through. We want to use the pastor's faith. Yep. We want to use the pastor's word, like the knowledge of the word. We want to use... We want them to do everything for us. Yes. Right. And I, I, I think watching, you know, again, watching the game and kind of thinking about it and, and, and just thinking about that situation, mm-hmm. right? Um, this, all this past week and listening to all the commentary about it. Right. It, it reminded me so much of the fact that, you know, we as the church, we need everyone to be involved. 
Yes. We need everyone to do their part. Yep. And we need to be ready to pick up the slack if one of us starts to, um, you know, either get, get a little worn out, get a little burnt out, uh-huh. get a little tired, get hurt. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. There are all of these parallels that go along um, between, you know, a good team and a good church. Yes. Right? There is there's spots for every everyone to be involved. And you know, you can look at one job that you might do or or, or that somebody could be doing in, mm-hmm. in in your church and go, ah, it's not that important. Right? It's very important. But everything is important. Yeah. Every aspect means something. And if you're not there, right? If you're if you're on the offensive line, which is not the sexiest, you know group of positions in football. Right. Right. They're overlooked. They're not the running backs. They're not the star wide receivers or the safeties that are intercepting the ball all the time. They're guys standing up there blocking. Well, even like the punter, the punter does not play that often, does not get in the game all that often. He is a very specific. If your team's really good, he might never even play. He he has a very specific job Mm -hmm. that does not occur as often as some of the others. Oh, yeah. But yet, when it's his time, mm-hmm. if he doesn't perform, oh, well, a punter can lose a game in a heartbeat, right? Because they have, you know, often a handful of opportunities in the middle of a game. Yep. To get them out of a jam, essentially. Yep. And again, if they don't come through, if they're not ready, if they're not for ready, the time, prepared, yeah. I can't think of the words right now, but exactly okay. that. If they're not ready or prepared, <laughs> yeah. if they're not ready in season. If, yeah, if they're not ready to get out there and when the time comes, when they're or called Or they on, decide they don't want to. I don't know that's an option really in football, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I, <laughs> I I hope somebody's mic'd up when that happens. Because <laughs> that'll make for some fun content. No, but... But in all reality, right, like if they're not ready to go and they're not practiced and they're not warmed up and they're not available and present. When I think I think that's a really big overlooked takeaway, right, mm-hmm. of again, it's easy to think of those front line, those starters, right? They're ready to go because yep. they're starting. Yep. You know, and again, you can. You know their names. You see them out there. Oh, yeah. and the you, camera's on them. And they're you, front and center. Can I go now? I don't know. Can you? Go. Nope. Um, I might interject again. But, I see you know. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can, um, you can see them ready to go because again, they're starting. Everybody, as you said, knows their names. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows they're ready. But man, you get that star running back. Yeah. Right. Who breaks off a fifty-yard run? Mm-hmm. He might be your every down back, but. After he's made that big run, that big push, he's going to the sideline to get some air. Yes. And get some water. Yep. Right? And that second tier guy's got to come in. Right? Yes. So there's all these times where in church, we look at, you know, the head usher, the head greeters, mm. right? the people that are on the door that day. Right. Right? And go, if you're on the greeting team, oh, well, I don't have to do anything today mm. because the greeter's there. Mm-hmm. What happens if they don't show up? 
or if something comes up, are you ready to go? Are you ready or to jump in? Or they have to go deal with something else. And- yeah. There, there are so many things that when I look at all of the years that I've dealt with and worked in and with churches, mm-hmm. right, and go, man, there's always that joke of, especially around playoff time of any sport, right, right, where the pastor will do the like, man, I... I just wish you guys would be as excited about church as you will be for for this game, you know, that's right. going to play later tonight, right? And while I respect that, mm-hmm. and I get that, I would just like people to be as prepared oh. for their positions and what they do in the body of Christ Yeah, as they are on the day that they're, like on, on a regular Sunday when you're just showing up and you don't have any jobs. You're not scheduled for anything. Right. I'd love for you to show up ready to go. Well, it comes back to that as if you could jump in, the game. in season and out, no yeah. matter what, be mm-hmm. ready and prepared. You know, the other thing, like as you say all that, the thing yep. that keeps coming to mind is unity and heart. And through the Super Bowl, the the team itself, they have to be unified. Yep. And so, for example, in the first quarter, the Chiefs may have not been as unified as they needed to be. No, they were terrible. And <laughs> And it showed they were their their head wasn't in the right space. They weren't working together really well. They were having temper tantrums, <laughs> throwing helmets, bumping. They weren't coaches. being a mature. They weren't being a mature team. They weren't no. the team that you expect from them. And you know, you I think back at that and I think about the body of Christ and how often mm-hmm. do we see that in a church family where they're not working together, they're getting frustrated with, with somebody, they're not being unified, yeah. and it shows throughout the whole church family. Mm-hmm. It extends through the body of Christ. But yet, when you become unified, yep. when you put your heart in the game, or you put your heart into the church, you put your mm-hmm. you put your heart into serving God, Yeah. And you come together as a unified body of Christ, that it doesn't matter whether it's your job or not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether it's your position. It doesn't matter if today's not your day. It doesn't matter if you're not front and center. It, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're not front and center. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And, and again, I'm referencing the heck out of this game, which is just fun for me because <laughs> we've never done this before. But go back and watch the tape, Right. And probably NFL Network is going to play it for the next three months. Go watch that game. Go watch some tape. Go watch some highlights. Mm. Right? They were terrible in the first half. Yep. But you know who didn't go and pump everybody up? You know who wasn't walking around, getting, you know, going over to the offense, going over to the defense, going over to special teams, getting in their faces Mm. and encouraging them and, and telling them to shape up. It wasn't Coach Reed. Mm-mm. It wasn't Andy going over there. Mm-mm. Andy was managing the game. Yeah. He was paying attention. Yeah. It wasn't even Mm-mm. really the offensive coordinator or the defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. It was the players. Yeah. There was a couple of shots where you had um, Jones on defense, right? One of their big linebackers. Uh-huh. And he's grabbing everybody, huddling everybody up and getting in their faces. And saying, come on, snap Let's out of it. Let's go. Let's we do this. Work We're together. better than this. Yeah. And he's unifying them. He's encouraging, which is what we are supposed to be doing. Are supposed to do. Mm-hmm. We are called to 
edify, we're called to encourage, we're called to exhort, we're encouraged to do all these things specifically for that reason. So then when we're not having the best game or mm-hmm. the best day or the best week or there's stuff that's not working for us, we have each other within the church family to build each other up, to encourage us, mm-hmm. to exhort us, to get, to shake us a little bit so that we can become unified. We can build ourselves up by building each other up. Mm-hmm. So that we can fight through and get out of whatever slump yeah. we're in and fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in this case, it worked for the Chiefs and it's a it's a correlation. It 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 really is because again, it it's one of those things where could could your pastor get up and encourage everyone? Of course. And oftentimes they do. Oh, they always do. We don't always listen, but they always do. You don't say. <laughs> Wasn't going to. Oh, yeah, I did. It's mm, fine. You did. Um, right. Like the, the pastor can get up and do that, but it doesn't, I, I don't want to say it doesn't have the same effect, but when your teammates get in your face yep. and do the, come on, what are you doing? Let's go. We got to work together. We got to pull together to make this happen. We got to encourage one another. Yeah. Right. That has a different effect because you expect it from the coach. You expect right, it from the do. pastor. Right. It's almost like you're so used to it that you don't even recognize mm-hmm. that it's happening anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. It It's something that's so commonplace that it no longer has that. And I'm not saying always, but it. It's not as effective right? because it's familiar. Because your pastor's always encouraging you. I know. And it's familiar. Yep. But when you rally up and you hear something from somebody else that, you know, you're not expecting, maybe it's a, oh man, this was a really hard day. And, you know, your friend or, you know, one of the other church members is like, come on, you know what the word says? Yeah. And encourages you to stand up to be strong in the Lord, to fight through another day, to, you know, remind you that the joy of the Lord is your strength, whatever it may be, you know, that we're heading up the tail, above and up beneath, victorious, overcomers, more than conquerors. When you hear it from somebody else, when you hear it from each other, when you hear it from your team, Mm -hmm. as opposed to your coach, or you hear from the congregation, your friends, your church family, as opposed to from the pulpit, it can have another effect. And that's what we are literally supposed to do with each other. Yeah. And... We are all, and I think that's the thing, every single one of us is fighting battles. Mm-hmm. And you may think that your battle is bigger than the next person, but but the next person whose battle may not, in your eyes, seem as big, they may be having a much harder time fighting that small thing than you are whatever thing you're dealing with. We cannot mm-hmm. compare, nor should we, the bat, I mean, that's not what we're here for. We're not here comparing battle wounds. We're here to build each other up because it doesn't matter who's going through what battle, what matters is that we're standing together fighting through so that we can become victorious. Mm-hmm. And we can't do that if we're not unified. We can't do that if we're not part of the team. We can't do that if we don't work together. Because, I mean, the thing about it is, is again, the weapons of our warfare are, we're fighting against powers and principalities. We're fighting against the darkness, right? And we need each other. We have weapons that we can share with each other to build each other up, to become a team, and to become the winners that we are destined to become. Yeah. But too often, 
we don't see that. We don't recognize the fact, oh, somebody else will do it. Or I don't need to be, I need to be encouraged today. So why should I encourage somebody else? Mm -hmm. If the chiefs got kind of, well, oh, this is just terrible. Well, I'm, I, I need to be encouraged. So I'm not going to get in somebody's face and get, get them fired up and riled up. They would have lost the game. Oh yeah. But they got over the fact that they were having a terrible game Yep. and they unified Mm -hmm. and there was strength in that. The other thing that came up that that's in that same vein is there was a little bit of ownership. Right. And a little bit of, Mm. dare I say, selfishness. Right. And, and get where I'm going for a second. Right. But there was a, there was a moment where the, their tight end came over and he was livid because he got pulled out. Mm. And he wasn't in, and one of their, the the guy who was in covering for him missed a block, right? Okay. And what should have been a good play wasn't, mm-hmm. because, you know, and again, mm-hmm. it is what it is, right? But their their tight end Kelsey is he's one of the best to ever play the game, in that position, right? Right. And he wasn't in for that one, and he came over and he got in the coach's face. With the, I put me in. Right. Don't pull me out. Leave me in. I will take that. And again, I don't endorse the bumping or the screaming <laughs> in his face. But the passion and the desire to be in the game. To fight. Mm-hmm, that I'm not going to lose this from the sidelines. Right. Right? Yeah. And again, did he take it a little far? Yeah. Um, was a little over aggressive? Definitely. But the concept was amazing. Yeah. Right? Watching that level of passion out of somebody, mm. again, over the top as it may have been. But fighting for his team, fighting, fighting for... for his team and fighting to be in position to help win. Yep. Right? That's the type of thing that I would love to see out of the body. Heck, I'd like to see it out of myself sometimes. Right. Right? Yeah. Of, I will do anything and everything. Don't leave me on the sidelines. Yeah. Give me the chance to get in the game and help us win. Yeah. Right? And when I when I look at, again, all of my experience in the church world, one of the things that I find so disheartening is so often there are so many people who have so many talents and skills, mm-hmm. but they're content to ride the pine, to sit on the bench and yep. let somebody else go and, and do that job. Yep. Right. And like we were talking about it earlier um, this week in regards to kind of some of our, our, our church's history in in the the children's department, right? Right. And how that has evolved over the years. Right. Right. And transitioned. And it always and does. Yes, absolutely. It always does. But there's some people that like that was their gift. Yeah. It was there they were called and to be there. And they took a point where they got tired. Mm-hmm. And I get it, everybody gets tired. Mm-hmm. But once they took a break and got a breather. And, you know, again, got their breath back, mm-hmm. right? 
they just went, eh, yeah, I'm kind of content. It's a, it's a whole lot easier just to sit here and not be in the game. Yeah. Right? And how quickly that shifted. Mm-hmm. Right? Versus that, I need a break. But then put me in. Yeah. Let me catch my breath. Have yeah. that sub, Give but not water. have it be a permanent yeah. sub. Yeah, you sub me up for a play. That momentary sub. Yeah, pop me up for a play or two. Yep, yep. But then put me back in. Mm-hmm. Coach, I'm ready to go. Right. Let's go. Where's that passion? Right? Where is that desire mm. from the body to get in? So here's the thing. We see that passion. We see that heart. Mm-hmm. In a football game. Yes. Albeit, understand, it's we very exciting. It's a game. Like, we recognize yeah. it, but it's a game. It's, there's nothing eternal about it. It's a game with a ball and some. Well, he'll be a future Hall of Fame. <laughs> anyway, but yet when I'm it sorry. comes to the things of God. <laughs> And it comes to things mm. that are eternal and it comes to the kingdom. Why is it that we so often think that we can wimp out, take the sidelines? Yeah, ride the bench. Ride the bench. And, and yes, yeah, still be part of the team. Here's. But here, watching it in a very. Why are we content com- to watch it? Yeah, in a comfortable right? position. And I think that's the, that's the biggest thing, Right. You watch any sports team, and especially when they're winning. Uh huh. Every player who's on that team, so again, in this case, with the Chiefs, yep. every single player is going to get a ring. Mm. Every single one. They're all going to get to ride the parade. Yeah. Even the even the wide receiver that they benched and didn't let dress. For the game because he's been dropping the ball. Right? That dude is still getting a ring. He still won a Super Bowl. But I'll tell you right now. If you were a player who sat on the bench the entire day and didn't get in the game. All you wanted to do was walk on that field. You're like. Go watch. Go watch a college football game. Or a college basketball game, right? Yep. And I realize we're jumping kind of sports a little bit here for a second. The end of the season, right? Or especially like March Madness, which is coming up. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll do shows about that too. But if there is a point where they know they've won, all those guys that have rode the bench the entire season mm-hmm. and have barely played a minute, you're darn right they're going to get in the game. They're going to get an opportunity to at least step foot on that floor. Mm. And they're going to want it. Yeah. Nobody wants to sit on the bench in any sport ever. Yeah. You want to play. So why are Christians so content to sit on the bench and do nothing? Will you go to heaven? Probably. Right. But why do you not want to get in the game? It's a great question. I will never understand. It's a great question. The desire to sit on the bench. Because it doesn't happen anywhere 
but church. You went deep. But it's I didn't accurate. mean to, but I, I did. know. I know, but I it's accurate. I was happy to talk about future Hall of Famer <laughs> Pat Mahomes. Why? Why do you join the team if you don't want to play? Like, is it just to get out of school? Why are you on the team? If you go through all the work to join, to get the uniform, to go through the tryouts, go through the whole thing, go through all the drama, and you're just going to be content to sit on the stupid bench? And yes, you might win, and then you might get a ring. But my gosh, get in the stinking game. Yeah. There, there's a lot of game to play. Yeah. And it's such a better game when everybody's unified and everybody has heart and everybody's oh, yeah. in it. Yeah, if you're in it to win it. Sorry, I just had to. Uh, yeah, I was waiting for it. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> Give me a second. I'll find a way to spin it in. If you didn't, I would have. No, (sighs) but when guys, like guys, girls, whatever. Okay. Y'all. 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 Here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The game that is played is not played solely by the team. They have instruction and motivation and play calls from the coach. Mm -hmm. Likewise, the coach can't win the game without the players. Yeah. Yeah, the players have to buy into the the game plan that the coach has. The body, the church family, it goes always. Mm -hmm. We have to be together and we have to be, listen to our pastor... It's a team. Yeah. Actually, it's an army. Yes. But but we're, we're really working with the team concept here. I'm going to stay on the team concept. I'm staying on the team concept. Can, if you want to switch and do an army one, we can switch into that We've one We've done an army before, we'll do but it'll one. probably come up again. But we need to be that team. Mm-hmm. And you make it a really good good point, and I think that's kind of where we, we leave it. Why do you join the team only to sit on the bench? Yeah, stop riding the bench. Get in the stinking game. Get in the game. There's a lot of game to play. Everyone else on your team will will respect you way more if you actually get in the game. Truth. <laughs> oh, that's the that's the Truth. last one I'm going to give you. All okay. right, thank you so much. Um, hopefully, you enjoyed this episode. Um, we did. I really did. Yeah. I can, this is going to start a whole new trend. <laughs> We're going to have. All kinds of we'll, we'll we'll do one based on March Madness. Oh my gosh! Okay, we'll do one based on. Stay tuned. A variety of golf events. Mm. Heck, maybe even NASCAR. What's your favorite sport? What would you like us to incorporate? Tennis. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. Thank you so Wrap much for watching. Uh, as always, please subscribe, like, share, blah 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 blah. Um, you can follow us on all your favorite podcasting and video platforms. Um, primarily YouTube because that's where we put the videos but uh, we always enjoy doing these with you and uh, look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Matt and Fiona show thanks bye now